Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you hot on this Sunday morning about something that a lot of people kind of focus on and, and maybe spend a little bit too much time dwelling on and, and fixated about, which is six-pack abs. And so I'm going to dig into uh, six myths about six-pack abs, and hopefully this clears up uh, some confusion for you guys. And I'll touch on this in a different podcast, uh, and we'll tie this in with a lot of things in life called uh, Is the Juice Worth the Squeeze? And I think abs uh, definitely fits the bill in uh, in terms of this. So with that said... Let's roll into it. Uh, we all know everybody digs, you know, having a rock hard six pack. I mean, let's face it: if somebody could uh, give you a six pack for life, would you guys turn it down? I highly doubt it. Uh, my best friend, you know, you know, he grew up uh, rather athletic, you know, in pretty good shape his whole life. Uh, now he's a dad with three kids, and he'd always joke, you know, uh, you know, as we're young dudes, young single dudes looking for uh, for for women, which is what you know, guys who are 17, 18, 19, 21 do. It's pretty much all we think about is sports and and females. He would always joke, you know, girls only care about jacked arms and a rock six, in which we know that's that's not true, but that's how how young stupid dudes think. And so even from that perspective from him, you know, having abs was kind of like the be all end all. And people assume if you have abs, you're like the epitome of fitness and you're healthy and you know everything and you can help them. Um, And it's just not the case. I want to make that crystal clear. Just because somebody has abs on Instagram and Facebook, oftentimes it doesn't mean anything other than um, their body fat is low and they've learned how to either A, um, train themselves, eat themselves, or genetically they, you know, they, they won the lottery. And you guys all know somebody with seemingly, you know, perfect abs, uh, whether it is, you know, streaming on social media or one of your friends, whoever it may be. So the question is, how do we get abs? How do they get abs? Well, the truth is, uh, we all have a six pack of our own. Um, oftentimes, it's just hidden under a few layers of fat, some of us more than others. And various factors play into why we can or can't see our abs, like gender, stress, muscular development, genetics, and of course, body fat. Now, honestly, the first step on the road to seeing your abs is kind of killing the myths that surround them. And the reality is 98% of the world uh, really doesn't understand it. Um, and most people didn't win the genetic lottery. And most people can't eat whatever they want. Um, it takes hard work, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of effort, both in the kitchen and in the gym to have your abs clearly shine through. So without further delay, let me rip into you know the six myths that are probably holding you guys back from getting six-pack abs and maybe answer the question, is it even worth it for you uh, to go after them? So with that, number one, spot training for abs. That is a myth. There is no such thing as spot fat loss, spot weight loss, spot training, or anything related to it. You can do sit-ups all day until you're blue in the face. Um, and honestly, you can do sit-ups until you can't move, like your abs are so just lit on fire, but it won't make an ounce of difference if your body fat doesn't drop. Add to it, many of Americans are stressed out, they have cortisol levels that shoot through the roof, making it harder to lose body fat. My tips to you guys, if that's if this is really a goal, try and chill the fuck out once in a while, not stressing all over the stupid shit of life, which I know is easier said than done. Really, just really try not to sweat the small stuff. Eat right, understand macros, get a coach. Um, and train your abs in a way that makes sense, and eventually they will shine through. But again, it does take a lot of time, effort, energy, and for a lot of you, it might not be worth it. Myth number two, you can out-exercise your bad eating habits so your abs show up. This is false, and you guys obviously know all these. Unless you're the 1% of genetic freaks out there, it's not possible. And trust me, you'd know by now if you were the 1% genetic freak because your friends and family would tell you and you'd be able to look at yourself and be like, man, I've been eating like shit and been being lazy, and I look like a fucking rock star. 
that's not me, um, and then that's that's not most of us out there. So for the rest of us out there, tracking macros, eating real, whole, nutrient-dense food, uh, not overindulging on sweets and junk and drinking too much uh, is the key to kind of keeping your body lean and burning fat. And again, you can't just think like, oh, I went to you know XYZ workout and I burned 800 calories, so now I can go eat 800 calories. It's not that simple. Your body doesn't know what you want to keep and what you want to throw away. It doesn't know that you ate you know, 44 Sour Patch Kids and some broccoli and asparagus and it's just going to throw away the Sour Patch Kids because that's what you burned off and keep the broccoli and asparagus, if that makes sense to you guys. Your body only knows that there's proteins, carbs, and fats coming in. It doesn't know... It doesn't know you want to look like a rock star either. Your body's the most efficient thing. It'll it'll find the least path of resistance. It'll use what it can for energy and it'll store what what, it, what else it can for future use. So again, to think that you can eat certain things and like it's the same thing when guys come in and say, "Hey, I want you know I want to gain." you know, 15 pounds, and they think that if they gain that 15 pounds, it'll go directly to their chest and their biceps. Uh, that, you guys, is not the case. The same thing with fat loss. We can't pick where it comes off first, and odds are for most of us, uh, it comes off the places we don't want first, and it stays on the places we want to lose it the longest. So, with that said, myth number four, you must do hundreds of sit-ups and crunches each week. Uh, that's false, you guys. You don't ever have to do crunches or sit-ups if you don't want to. There are numerous other core exercises uh, that you can do that are much more effective and beneficial in their place. Uh, for example, like the ab wheel uh, is one of my personal favorites in terms of tools that you want to you know, work rectus uh, directly, I think is great. Uh, any overhead carries, <clears throat> excuse me, any of the hanging stuff is awesome. And then obviously just the big compound movements that you guys are doing. Uh, that's probably the key. I think a lot of times people think well, it's simple, stupid. Like a, a guy who goes to the gym and he, he picks up weights and he does curls, right? Over and over and over again to make his biceps bigger. Now visualize that a guy standing in the mirror doing curls to make his biceps bigger. Yet you're going to lay on the floor and do crunches to the same muscle group to make it smaller. Now think of that. You're going to grab weight and do curls to make something bigger. You're going to sit on the ground or put resistance on it and do crunches to make something smaller. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? So hopefully that visual kind of pans out for you guys. Myth number five, you need to take fat burners to get abs. False. Only thing you need to make sure you do is to track your macros, eat nutrient-dense food, um, and be at an energy deficit to lower your body fat. So meaning like a calorie deficit. So meaning your output uh, is high and your input is lower than your output is. It's simple, stupid, but... Oftentimes we forget that. Pair that with a killer training program and you're on your way. You're not required to take any supplements to get there. With that being said, there are some supplements that have been shown to accelerate fat loss when paired with a proper diet. I'll say it again. There have been supplements that have been shown to accelerate fat loss when they're paired with a proper diet and training program. After your nutrition and training are both on point. If your nutrition and training is not on point, don't waste your fucking money on supplements. Once those two things are in check, you can consider adding supplements into the regimen. But again, it's not a must to get shredded abs. And then myth number six, you can shape your abs. Uh, that's false, you guys. I'm sorry to say you can't shape your abs no matter how many exercises you do. You can thank your mom and dad um, for what you got there in terms of genetics and how your abs look once they're visible. The splits, the lines, the blocks, the width, the symmetry are all specific to you. Now you can train them to make them stronger and thicker and denser, uh, and they can look, you know, quote unquote more defined, but you can't change the structure of them. So whether you have like two, you know, like, like kind of the two big ones, four small ones, four big ones, if they're offset, if there's a split, if they're not even, my advice is this. We're nitpicking here, you guys. Don't fucking worry about that. If you get to the point where you're lean enough to where you can see any resemblance of 
intercostals, obliques, or rectus, you are winning fucking life. You are, <clears throat> excuse me, you are in under the one percentile. Because you think about it, how many of you guys, you walk into a room, you see 100 people. Odds are 99 of them don't have abs. So if you're the one person who does, I wouldn't worry about the little minor splits in between everything. I just, I think it's a waste of uh, time, effort, and energy. So, <clears throat> excuse me, with that said, uh, for you guys, the biggest thing I want to get at with abs is we think it's the be-all, end-all of everything. And there's a lot of people I work with here and that are going to come in here in the next hour who are in amazing shape. They can do awesome things. They don't necessarily have six-pack ripped abs, but they're in great shape. They're athletic. They can move. They can run. They can jump. They're strong. They feel good. They're healthy. But their body fat might just be a little bit higher where their abs aren't visible. And for some of them, their body fat might be low enough but that just tends to be where they hold most of their fat is kind of on their stomach because it makes sense. It's like we don't have any protective, you know, there's no bones there. There's no cartilage. There's no, you know, coating. So your body tends to hold fat somewhere in case of, you know, danger. It's just a, almost like evolutionary, if you will. Um, I think for a lot of you guys, there's a certain level of body fat I think we need to have to be healthy uh, and to feel and perform our best. So with that said, for a lot of you guys out there, I just don't know if getting abs is worth it for you. Um, Obviously, in the line of work that I'm in, what I do, it's part of my life. I don't really view it as I'm giving up anything, uh, but I am very mindful of how I eat and how I train and how I go through my life. And I do it because I want to feel a certain way. And obviously, on the flip side, you know, that I get to, you know, do these videos and this content and these things for the bigger brands like Vitamin Shop and Men's Health and Reebok and these guys. And, and, you know, part of it is based on how I look with my shirt off. It's just, it's the game, dude. I wouldn't get a lot of the opportunities I would get if I didn't look this way. Um, you know, and to me, for, to be this big, I'm 6'2", 225 pounds, and I have abs 24-7, 365. My body fat probably goes anywhere from, you know, 5% to 8% throughout the year, uh, depending on how many cookies I eat. Or, you know, if we have video stuff, obviously, for the brand, I'll, uh, you know, I keep my shit, you know, in check because I want to look my best because that's just kind of what we do. Uh, and I want to feel confident because one day I'm going to be, you know, old, soft, and wrinkly as fuck. And I want to be like, man, you know what? I used to look like Rambo. So there's that too. So for me in my life, the juice is worth the squeeze. I do it from a health standpoint first. And the byproduct is I look a certain way. If you guys are doing it just for the vanity part of it, you'll never make it because it's not worth it enough. Most of you guys aren't going to be on video in front of millions of people. So what does it matter if you have, you know, your abs show when you go to like a pool party with your friends, you know, once or twice a year? That can't be worth it. It has to be from a health standpoint. And let me say this. For a lot of you guys out there, you're going to have to give up a lot of stuff. You know, I don't eat a lot of shit food. Um, Not that I don't like it. I just, I don't want to feel like shit. And I don't drink booze often. And I'm willing to sacrifice and give up those things because to me, it's not really giving up a lot for what I get back. But for a lot of you, you know, to not be able to go out and have a few drinks with your friends and, and eat certain things and train as hard as somebody like myself does at scale, the juice might not be worth the squeeze for you in terms of, you know, being very diligent about tracking your macros every day, uh, making sure you know like what time you work out, being very diligent with your cheats, maybe giving up some social hours and events with friends and family. So the point I'm driving at is just ask yourself why you really want abs. Like, and not from the sense like, oh, you know, it's going to make me have more self-confidence. Yeah, I get that shit. But why do you really fucking want them? Like, what's the real major driving factor for you? And again, for some of you guys, it might be 100% worth it. But some of you, it might not be. And so what I would say is to, instead of focusing on just the look and the vanity part of it, come at it from a health standpoint. Okay, I want to do this because I want to 
I want to feel better. I want my clothes to fit the way I want to fit. I'll have more self-confidence in my own skin. Things like that I'm cool with, but do it from a point of if I eat this way, I'm going to feel better overall for the rest of my life. And again, once you start doing it from an internal standpoint, the external stuff's going to take care of itself. But again, the biggest thing, you guys, don't fall for the miss. Understand macros. Track them daily. Getting a training program that makes fucking sense, like for your body type and what you're trying to do. Don't just put together some shit and think that that's going to do it. And honestly, get a coach or a group or community of people that can really help you because it makes a difference. It really does. I wouldn't do half the shit I do, you guys, other than like the external motivators of getting paid money for it. If I didn't have this awesome group of people here motivating the shit out of me every day to do it. And then the eating part of it will take care of itself if you focus on being healthy first and feeling good. And then you can dig into kind of tweaking the macros to look a certain way. So hope that helps you guys. Any other questions, hit me up. We have this blog on the Jeremy Scott Fitness uh, website as well. Uh, it comes with a kind of free 10 ab workouts if you guys are interested. So if you Google Jeremy Scott Fitness uh, six myths about six pack abs. It should pop right up. Click it, download it. Ten free workouts for you. Uh, they are tough. Uh, so if you give them a try, let me know. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, you guys, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short not to. Have an amazing rest of your day. Peace. <laughs>